party with you. <laughs> okay. So I'm excited, very excited today oh, yeah. to chat with John Summerland, the Okanagan Film Commissioner. For me, I feel like such a big deal talking to you because even in our city of Alberta, like I was just mentioning to you, that uh, the film commissioners are one of the most important people uh, in a community of film in each city. So congrats on that, uh, that title and that role and, and everything that you've been doing during COVID time. So I, the audience you. doesn't quite know that I've chatted with you before. And uh, looking at you face to face, I had no idea. Oh, that's some of my dogs barking back. <laughs> Warn the audience that uh, about that now. But I right. didn't realize that you're uh, so handsome, John. I couldn't believe oh, it. You're right. you're not the mo the typical film commissioner, some old guy. You're you're really young. Well, I'm old guy. It's because I'm in a shadow. Really, I'm. Yeah, I look like Charles Bukowski. Um, you fooled yeah. us all. That's so. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I am kind of a big deal. I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm a very big deal here. Yes. Many leather-bound so, books. Yeah. There's lots yeah. to talk no, about that. Um, <laughs> really why we, why we connected is because I'm here with is now in the Okanagan and you are the best person to chat with about the future of film here yeah. and what's going on. So we want to know more about you, John Summerland, but we also want to know what are you up to in your community for film and uh, what, what's coming up next? Well, it's, uh, it's busy. You know, this year we've had, you know, it's busy, but it's busy with things that a lot of people love and a lot of people can't stand. So we have a lot of hallmarks, right? A lot of hallmarks. So um, in this household where I am right now, there's Two people that could watch nothing but Hallmarks and two people that want to gouge their eyes out when they watch Hallmarks. So they have a huge following, right? They have a huge following. Um, but we've had, uh, let's see, I think we've had six this year, Hallmarks. Oh, no, you're frozen. We're frozen. Again. Keep on going. Keep on going. Uh-oh. I can hear you still. I don't know if you can hear me, but you're frozen. I can still hear you, John. You keep Hello. chatting. Keep chatting, John. Hello. Keep chatting. You'll keep oh, there. Keep, you are. Keep going, even if things uh, cut out. I'll be editing and uh, keep going. Oh, okay. Yeah, you froze. Um, so yeah, uh, I don't know. I think we've had six hallmarks so far. One little series, in fact, that's based in your hood there in Kamloops right now. Um, that Rust Valley guys. That's a uh, you know just the. So I mean, that's still you know. I talked to my uh, family in Ontario and. Out of the shows that were filmed, that's the one they watch, like which is weird. Um, so they watch that. They didn't watch any Hallmarks or anything, but uh, they watch that. Um, we have right now, I can't get into it though, but we have a massive series that starts filming at the end of the month. And I have, I know, right, right on. And then I have a feature with like movie stars, not just Hallmark, not that Hallmark actors are bad, but a feature oh, with movie sorry. stars starting at the end of the month as well down in a Soyuz. So I represent uh, from a Soyuz, which is on the border, all the way up to Grinrod, and then from Manning Park over to Christina Lake. So it's a big region. So a lot of people here, they, they talk about Kelowna. Kelowna gets a lot of the MOWs and stuff right now. But if you want to shoot like, like in Kamloops, Ascross, you get a big desert, big vistas you can see for miles of nothing. For us here, the, the closest thing we have to that would be Soyuz, but it's not as big. 
So we have, um, that's where we would sell that sort of stuff. But we have infrastructure here. So we built this infrastructure so that we can continue to sell those regions, maybe as a sexy region to film in, uh, but not quite as vast as Ashcroft or Cash Creek. So, you know, you're a bit of competition, but at the same time, you have a great film commissioner there that I love very much, Vicki Weller. And um, as far as, uh, you know, bigwigs, we are not bigwigs by any means in, in our region. We are important and we are good people. Um, but yeah, Alberta is a different story. It's a bigger region. And when you get features in Alberta, they're big. You're yeah. getting, you know... You know, you're There's not as many. There's not Pardon me? many projects in Alberta as yeah, there is. Yeah, but when they come, they're big, right? And then you get things like Fargo, and that's I love Fargo. Fargo, that was a great series, man. Looked awesome, mm -hmm. and that wouldn't have worked here. That would have worked perfectly in Alberta. So I mean, you've got a lot of things that happen there. I just don't think your government's into it. We have right. a terrible right. cap. Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. we're fighting. We've been fighting that for a while. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, I personally how, shot in Alberta and had a great time. Yeah. How much are you involved with chatting with the rest of the Canadian film industry and communities? Uh, Do you get involved in, in those chats ever? Yes. Uh, in fact, there was one yesterday. Um, it was a fly on the wall for that. We do Zooms all the time. You know, they become... Uh, for lack of a better word, because I'm not very intelligent, a bitch session. You know, they complain a lot about what are we going to do? Oh, woe is me. And I'm more of like, hey, let's solve some issues. But I'm also the kind of guy that tells everybody my strategies, which then they take and then they use my strategy. So I'm trying not to talk as much to those groups because next thing you know, I hear, hey, the brilliant uh, film commissioner in you know, Timbuktu is using this format. And I'm going, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> that was mine. <laughs> yeah. So I've uh, kind of stopped. Very relatable. But I do listen. And there's a group called Association <laughs> of Film Commissioners International, which is the world. And to be a film commissioner, you're supposed to be part of that. Um, so we all get together a couple times a year and, uh, and we chat about what's going on in the world. So like the, we're all sort of connected. Right? Of course, yeah. That's good to hear that. Um, I think people behind the scenes have no idea what a film commissioner does. Right. So for the audience who has no idea the power and um, you know the stability and how you bring, you bring in the projects and connect with the people who are coming from outside or even inside and everyone comes through you if they're doing a real project. How does that make you feel to know that you're always in the know and they need you? <laughs> they need you when I, just to say, when I first had entered into the BC industry, um, your name was the first person that I was told about. Oh, wow. I'm yeah, you. you're famous, John. Like, literally, <laughs> no idea that you're um, uh, so young and put together. I, I totally not, thought you were nice. older now than on the phone. <laughs> I am an older you don't even know I can't tell because I'm in, a, in the lighting's bad but yeah no I'm, I'm in my 50s man I'm not a young baby um yeah so not that young but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> 60 years old early right? I'm early yeah. anyways uh that's not I don't know how do I feel um we have uh you know, I've been in this industry. I think, do you want me to start again where I was? Start before? again, yes. The yeah. audience wants so to. I was born in Ontario, but I was born in, in Windsor, grew up in 
Um, Markham knew it like as a kid that I wanted to be in this industry. I was probably the only person among my friends that knew what I wanted to do. Of course, I wanted to be an actor. All right. So I went through school to be an actor. Uh, I took uh, courses in Toronto. Um, I mentioned that I took the courses, courses with the same teacher that Keanu Reeves did. So, you know, at, you know, at 20 years old, I was going to be, you know, Brad Pitt. He was going to, you know, be my second. And I went down to Los Angeles and I couldn't get work because I kind of suck at acting, it turns out. I'm sure. (laughs) So I wasn't all that good. So anyways, I came up to Vancouver right away um, because I was a big failure down there. So I came up to Vancouver and I uh, got an agent and I did some acting there, mostly, uh, you know, commercials, you know, I did rye commercials and I did ginger ale commercials, so rye and ginger. And then I did, you know, I did some other car commercials some fill a shave commercials, that sort of stuff. And I did some background, some silent on camera. And one day I was auditioning for a role in this uh, feature film uh and i said to the director you know i would also just like to be on set like i just want to pick up your garbage man and the next day i became a production assistant and i never acted again and then i became a production assistant a coordinator and a coordinator i got into sound i was a boom guy for a while and then i but i was always at the same time for my extra money i was always scouting for locations and i was good at that but it wasn't really my thing and then i kept going and I, I took the uh camera course at claremont camera um and that's really kind of what i wanted to do i took yeah i took, went to capilano university for that uh was called capilano college's course for that as well um and then i uh but i kept doing the scouting and then they kept saying well i'll give you this much money if you location manage and you location manage my shoot and as i mentioned to you early location manager is probably the worst job on the set um it is yeah it's your fault when you're the location manager it is your fault you are um you have to get the permits and you get everything from the the real world and then you have the movie to deal with so the director wants this and the real world says you can't Mm -hmm. right so the director pushes this and you become the bad guy because you're the voice of the real world saying well you know what you're not allowed to blow up that bridge and he goes, but I want to blow up that bridge. And they're going, you can't blow up that bridge. Oh, you're not allowed? Okay, I want to take the roof off that building. It's pouring rain. You can't take the roof off. And anti- No, no. So you get in these little fights. And then, you know, sometimes they take the roof off the building without asking. And then, yeah, the city or whoever you're working with is mad at you. So it is a tough job, right? So anyways, I did that for 16 years. And then my kids were born. I never saw them, right? So... I, you know, I needed to change. So this job came up, I came out, you know, they were talking about what their biggest year was of economic impact. And they said it was $5 million of economic impact. And that was 2007. And I laughed to myself. I said, I think I did that last month, right? Like at at least that last month. Uh, And so I was cocky, you know, I thought, Hey, I'm going to change this. Um, It turned out to be harder than I thought. So we had some years where we'd roll forward and then we'd fall back and roll forward and then fall back. So we built up our infrastructure. So I learned that the best thing to create an industry here wasn't just saying, hey, we're beautiful. Yeah. We have a beautiful locations. We have beautiful light, which we do, but guess who else does? Everyone. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone in the world. Alberta is beautiful. It's like we were talking about a Fargo. That looks absolutely beautiful. I'm so glad it was shot there. Fortress Mountain, who's gonna beat that, right? You're beautiful. It's amazing. 
Calgary's beautiful. You know, Vancouver's not going to agree, but Calgary's, there's beauty everywhere, right? Saskatchewan is beautiful. Idaho. So you can't always, and not only that, I can't go to LA and say, oh, guess what? We got a lot of sun. Well, they're going to go, uh, yeah. what? And they go, oh, we have beautiful lakes. And they're going to go, we're California, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I go, we're cheaper California. There you go. <laughs> That's, That's what you kind of got to do. You go, yeah, I'm Northern Cal. We look like Northern California, but we're cheaper. And we get four seasons. And not only that, here's all our trucks. Here's all our crew. Here's everything. So I pieced this you tool kit. for them together. really well to get people interested, eh? Yeah, it's tough. It so is just, tough. Let's talk about how that's tough and why, John. I, I'm always obsessed with media in the, in the mindset of trying to put up people, put up what we have in Canada and be a right. voice for people. Um, I do work with CBC as well, PR, and right. uh, they agree that there needs to be more media for Canadian talent and sure. artists for to push forward, really, so people know to tune in really in, in the sense but that creates all that celebrity and all that we know that but um what makes canada and the okanagan special is what we're going to tell the audience today right. they're listening now and they realize yes there is a cheaper way to do it and more exclusive and more uh less people as well to deal with and, and everyone's uh, happy like yeah i feel like there's so much benefit but it really yeah. i feel it's the people as well you know, we're different. It is a hundred percent. Canada, the people are easy. Like we got a lot of land space, which is great. And we have fantastic people that want it. And they're like, oh yeah, come on in, come on in. Where the United States is, yeah, you can come in if you fill this, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We're not quite there. And the thing is, I'm glad you mentioned Canadian because you know, in that's what we have. Um, you know, northern, the islands in, is an absolutely beautiful place, like Tofino and all those. And, but it's expensive to film there, honestly, to get over there. Oh. You know, Victoria's not so bad, and it's got a totally different look. With it. We're all good. We're all pieces of a puzzle. We're like a lot of the states really pushed close together. But the thing is about sh uh, shooting in Tofino, you have to have a lot of money. You have to be, have to be a big feature. It's kind of the same in Ashcroft and Cash Creek what you're going to get. So you get these giant movies, right? These sexy movies that come up for a couple days, right? You know what yeah. I mean? There's, there's always, I mean, they'll come up for a week. They'll come up for them because they're going to shoot the location, but it's always going to be hotel rooms. Those are the type of people that are going to get, make money, hotels and restaurants and stuff like that. The Okanagan, you're, we're hiring here, right? The crew that is, so they're hiring, so they're pay, paying their mortgages. So for a Canadian film, to come to the Okanagan, to Ashcroft, they're gonna look at both. And they're gonna go, Ashcroft is so amazing. Like it is vast, right? Uh, and we're kind of controlled in the Okanagan. However, we could put more money on the screen because we're not paying for hotel, we're paying for the crew, mm -hmm. right? So we, uh, domestic production seem to do really well here. Low budget features that hire Canadian talent, that hire Canadian actors, our Canadian crew, those ones do well. In fact, if you look at the tax credit breakdown for domestic talent, a good portion, probably the biggest portion outside of the lower mainland is here. So that's pretty special, pretty amazing. So I kind of, the model kind of is in more like Ontario that we have here, which is I'm trying to grow home domestic productions where we use local talent, where we use local stuff. Um, like I'm working on a show right now where the producers are out of the States. 
but we want to do everything. It's written here. It's that we want to direct it here and whatever. But you know what they tell me? You know what I hear an awful lot? We don't really want to hire a Canadian director because they're not very good. I know, oh. right? That's not fair. You heard it from John Summerlin. Right? Wow. <laughs> that's what they you said. They don't want to hire Canadian directors because they're not very good. But that's because they don't know who they are, right? We have a it's different a harder style, thing. There is right? a different go- style between Canadian and American. And I find that it's a lot of the directing and the editing. Right. There is yeah. a difference for sure. But but we've got great Canadian directors. Like lots of them. Unfortunately, they leave and go to the States for the most part. But it's, it's not fair to use that. So what we need to do is not involve the states. <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't need to involve the states until they want to be involved, which means Canadians have got to prove that they're good. So if you know directors, they got to prove. People like myself will help anybody in the world make their project. We'll help you. I don't get too much involved in the financing, but we'll put together all the other pieces wow. to make it a great project as much as we would for a um, $200 million feature. We're going to help anybody because we want that person, that director, that production team to grow so that they feel loyal to us yeah. so that they keep coming back. Right. Mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg's first movie he shot like following a truck, man. How much did that cost? $25,000. Nobody believed in him. Now he's Steven Spielberg. Right, and then you, same with most people, you gotta start somewhere. So to say, we're not gonna hire Canadian talent because they're not very good, that's unfair, right? That's a, that's a- That's a competition thing though. I always right. feel kind of like there doesn't need to be that mindset and that negativity and that people saying stuff like that influences others when they're listening to it. And then this is where the view gets gets bad. And that's why I focus on media, you know, as an actor and trying to help other people's view, it helps us all. Because by limiting people saying that and like us voicing a positive view on Canada and what we do have to offer, that will make a difference, John. So I'm so glad we chatted about the serious stuff. Most people are not gonna, are gonna be shocked that we're talking openly like this. (laughs) But it's not a negative. I think Canada and the U.S. We need each other's distribution and people and eyes. And in America, I always tell them, even for Hallmarks and everything, I say, guys, remember that girl that was just in, say, a wedding to remember, is in this American project. That's and she's probably more famous from the U.S. than Canada. But that makes her special that she's actually from Canada as well. So she's got eyes on Canada and the US and and vice versa for everyone. So I feel kind of like we should use each other's distribution a lot more and and be promoting another more just for that that alone different eyes. So we say, yeah, we have less people in Canada, but all these projects, you know, say Shit's Creek, they just got aired in the U.S. in a big way recently. Right. People from the States are saying, oh, my gosh, I just love it. It's so different and cool. And that's what they like about it. Heartland, all these shows from the, from, you know, yeah. Smallville, everything. It's a different lifestyle. So there's no competition, guys. When you're watching right. our projects from Canada, you're watching a different life a different way that they do their product. So enjoy it instead of judging how we do it, I think, because we tell different- You're also talking a lot about long format, so television series. So Canadian do do a lot of television series. We need now, you know, Cronenberg. A new one. We need need a feature film girl, guy, 
anybody. It's a perfect timing for any human being to do one. To get in, yeah. um, is we need one that blows people away. We need a feature director that blows people away, but also goes, I'm very Canadian. I'm going to stick up here. I'll shoot yeah. all over the world, but this is home, right? We'll be at Toronto, Calgary, wherever it ends up, right? Vancouver. Um, someone needs to be the person that's like, we're, we're good, right? And we can build these um, these features because what long format is a, is very team oriented where a feature can be put on the back of the production, can yeah. be put on the director and the designer and the producers, right? They're going to make this and that, which also gives them more creative outlook. So basically I'm just trying to say, we're great. We're, we're fantastic when it comes to series where we've, we've nailed it. In fact, they'll send every series. Yeah, small, they'll all those, yeah. Right. It's um, we want to get the feature guys. Here. We want to get the features that they trust. And you know what? If the States doesn't, you guess, you know, you know what the best way to get distribution is? Make a good show, make a good movie. And it doesn't need to be, you know, ex machina or whatever. It, it just needs to be something that people want to watch. You know what I mean? It needs to have something that's got a market so that yeah. they go, well, I would be silly not to buy that movie and sell it all over my region, right? Yeah. So, and it, you know what? There's there's other places, China, Germany, like all these that are buying up all these movies. Yeah. You, know, you don't need to be American, right? They but we all want to be seen. Yeah. We all want to be seen in California, especially an actor like yourself. You want them to go, hey, look at me. I'm a Canadian girl. I want to come down and make a big movie with whatever, whoever movie star you love. Yeah, there's a huge difference. Honest to God, Ryan Reynolds, I see him as bigger, as one of the biggest stars ever. And he's got, the, he's in the Canadian and the American. Like, yeah. I think it's great to be both, honestly. Like, right. I just feel like, yeah, it would be nice if there was some more staple Canadians in the Okanagan that would stay there. Right. I do notice that a lot. Yeah, people move away, but you're there, John. You're there, and that's what matters. And, and you know. I keep telling people, hey, Taylor <laughs> Kitsch is from here. I always say that all the time. Taylor Kitsch is from, he hasn't probably been here. In 10 I years. love Taylor Kitsch. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm always like that. And, and now I'm blacking out on her name with the girl that was a hobbit who was in oh. the hobbit, the elf. What's her name? Um, she was uh, in Lost. Liv Tyler? No way. No, no. The one that was in Lost. Beautiful girl. I'm going to get sale in my head. Anyways, she's from Calgary, but she grew up here and was found in the Earls in Kelowna. Um, Alicia Cuthbert? No, God, it's going to bug me. She no, was just the elf in, the television, in the movie The Hobbit. Not the, not the Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit. And then she was in Lost. She's, oh, God, it's going to bug me. It'll come to me. It'll come a... to you. We'll let the audience know in a post later. <laughs> yeah, there <laughs> you go. <laughs> and then, yeah. If she ever watches this, because, hey, we're big deals. She's going to go, why don't they know my name? She's the Wasp in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, come on. Oh, what? yes, this gal. Yeah, yeah. Her. <laughs> I know who you're talking about, for sure. Yeah. Um, you know what? People are going to look her name up just because we're Not talking exactly. about her. Ah, but you know who somebody else I want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about um, Chanel Connell. I know that you know her a little bit. Um, right. She's with Book It Talent Agency. Yeah, I, I was with her um, with Platinum Talent in Alberta, and I right. met her quite uh, some time ago. And she was in her your newest Hallmark movie, um, yeah. A Wedding to Remember. 
And so she's kind of like a success story that I wanted to share is that she's been working really hard for the last few years at different things as well, other than acting. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, she got that role recently and it blew up for her. Chanel Connell, she's a cute, very cute young 20s blonde, uh, just perfect energy. So, so vibrant, you know. And um, he yeah. had what it took, you know, and I, I yeah. saw that before she was even in anything big. And yeah. when Hallmark came to Okanagan and, you know, you had a huge hand in that, making sure that they did film there. Right. Six projects or so that were filmed during COVID. Like, how yeah. did that go for you with right. them coming to you and actually filming during COVID. like you guys were the only ones filming at one point that's incredible yeah we were the first for sure in canada they were talking about in the world but i'm sure unless somebody was shooting somewhere there was someone in toronto as well yeah, or, or like LA. LA. like of course right. they were shooting they didn't stop right they're probably shooting in china they were shooting all over but they in canada for it was a big for deal a, for some reason yeah it was a big yeah. we were the first and the reason we did that is i know the producers really well i've known them for years and years and years um, I also know all the accommodation people. We said, let's, you know, find wedding. There's a whole ton of wedding movies for Hallmark. There's just stacks of them sitting in Hallmark. <laughs> Why don't we shoot a bunch of wedding movies while we are uh, all quarantined together in the Cove Lakeside Resort in West Kelowna and we can shoot the whole movies in the resort. So we just kept doing that over and over until, and with that, we had WorkSafe BC and the, between our group and WorkSafe BC, we came up with the protocol they use all over the place, honestly. Now, yeah, it's pretty cool. So we, we were the first health and safety officers, which are now a crew member on every show. Um, Yes, you know, we had to jump, we just thought outside the box, you know, I hate saying that, but we we thought about some other way, you know, oh my God, this is the end, what are we going to do, you know, how are we going to get LA back, Um, and like instead we said, well, what can, what opportunities do we have now, well, hotels are empty, hotels are empty and they're, and they're desperate, so let's put these two desperate industries together, keep them both going, yeah, and that's basically how we did the first part. So then we opened up. Now we shoot all over the place. Um, we, yeah, we had more than six last year. Yeah. We've had six this year. And it's February. No, it's March. God, I don't know what it is. It's March and we've had six this year. So that's, you know, uh, we were very busy last year. And um, it was a good year for us. And, you know, the years that have been good for us, it's bizarre, are the years that have been bad for everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> The years that the dollar goes up, all of a sudden we're more attractive because you still save, right? We, you become a place that saves. So if the dollar gets a little higher, they go, oh, it's really expensive to shoot in Langley or, or you know, somewhere yeah. down there where they shoot a lot. And they go, oh, well, maybe I can save a little extra bucks if we shoot it. So we have this little thing going on where we're still a bit cheaper and we can still um, produce something beautiful. We're not rainy like that. We're, yeah. It is a beautiful place. I think that just thinking about if I was thinking of a project and where to shoot it, it would be the mindset of most people is because it's so perfect and beautiful where you guys are in the Okanagan. They almost think that, no, it's not possible and they should just go to a studio and, and do it there. And it's kind of like us chatting about this will give people a different mindset that, hey, maybe I should think about going there. 
The only okay. issue in life that I see with going outside of the city or so is the travel to get there. But if right. they realize they will save money by shooting there and can use that money for the travel even, I think if they, you know, properly budgeted everything the way, you know, you would help them probably even. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Then I hope people really consider the Okanagan a lot more. From, uh, I will help in every way possible, and it would be cheaper. Um, I don't get into financing. Like I said before, yeah. I've, I've tried for years. In fact, I tried to get introduce people for money. But yeah, that part, if you have your own money, I can make your money last. We can make your money last here. Yeah. Um, if I were you and you had a film, uh, it's, first of all, I want to back up a bit. Yeah. Alberta, uh, you know, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, uh, Ontario, anything east of us loves the Okanagan. It's yeah. like you say, it's beautiful. It's like Valhalla, right? You go west of us and they're like, eh, I'll go there for some wine and some cheese. It is easier for me to sell east than it is to go west, which is right there. Like I have three hours and I can say, hey, you know, but again, how do I out Lake on out Lake Vancouver? How do I, out, you know, how out mountain, out whatever. Like I can out weather them. 100% and I have a different I look more like California than I do than we do Saskatchewan um, sorry Seattle or or Washington we look like Northern California but you know it's still harder for me to sell to them it's a much bigger I don't know what it is it's like some weird thing in their mind it is like, uh, yeah, like Okanagan really yeah, your bumpkins there, and I'm like, yeah, come on. So we have we're growing. The city, the Kelowna is getting taller. Like we're becoming a city more so. Um, anyways, we have everyone that you can make a movie with. But if I were you, I had money. I had a script that would fit, and I had a, I was the director. I, I would bring my designer that I trusted. I would bring my director of photography that I trusted, and that's it. You know why? Unless you really want to keep your buddies employed. Yeah. Really, you can um, you can hire Oscar winners here that live here. You can hire the if you're paying rates like real rates, then you can hire a crew that will blow your mind here if they're available, right? Um, because they've done really well in Vancouver or Alberta. Like you, we've all mentioned names of sh people that of shows like Heartland and all those shows where the people live here. Yeah, you know what I mean. They have own a hobby farm and stuff, yeah. and they shoot in Alberta and they shoot in Vancouver but they live here. Their, hockey, their kids are going to hockey school or whatever, right? I have a, you know, amazing crew, right? So if I were doing that, I would do it because you're going to get an amazing look. It takes no time to get from A to B travel wise. Like, you know, it's, you can shoot so much in a day. I have never had a complaint. I've never had somebody say, oh, I was I'm awful. Happy, yeah. <laughs> wow. You know, I've never had, I've never, everyone said I'm coming back. You know, the only complaints I get where I spent all my money that I made this week on boat rentals, you know what I mean? They, cause they went out on the, on the weekends or days off and they had a, the time of their life on the lake. Right. The, but uh, yeah, it's a good place to film. It, it has to fit though. Like, I'm not going to say, come make your movie. That's about Tokyo in the Okanagan, but if it's like a small, and know what else we do here? We do ugly really well. Like, I mean, if you want to shoot something that's des like gross, like some junkies that are living in some sh hollow and in some gross, you know, we can do that easily. And then you can live in somewhere that's absolutely beautiful while you're filming that decay, right? Yeah. 
like everywhere we have our, mo our places that have sort of seen their, their time. We got great mills that are closed down that are like creepy. Like, so if you have a movie that's like a horror movie or something, we can do that easy here and you can, it's gonna look good. You're gonna put more money on the screen than you will in the pockets of people that don't add to the film. Like the, not a, a, my accommodation is important, but you don't need to put all your money in a hotel to bring your whole crew up when you should be putting it in the movie, in my opinion. You should spend it on you and put an extra actor in there. Put an extra, you know, make your talent better. Like instead of going, oh, you nickel and dime your talent. Will you work for $150? No, God, that's, you know, invest in real talented people to make your movie. And the way you do that is you go somewhere that you can take your square peg and say, this is what we want to make. Help me make it. And I think you can do that here. Yeah, it sounds like it, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm making a movie to get in there, to work with you. <laughs> there you go. Inspired I don't think you'd have problems. Uh, yeah. Um, I'll definitely be chatting with lots of people about uh, reaching out to you, John. You're such yeah. a pleasure to chat with. Thank you so much for your time today. You've really inspired me <laughs> to think about, wow, we are very lucky to be in Canada and to be able yeah. to land and the opportunities that we do have. Help each other out all the time. That's the best way to make movies, help each other out. Yes. So if people do want to connect with you, they can off the Okanagan website or, right. you know, how do people get a hold of you, John? I never have seen you on uh, Instagram or anything. Oh, no, I know. I'm, see, that's where I'm old. Right? <laughs> also, <laughs> Tell them yeah. you're mysterious. Yeah. I'm lazy. No. What you do is... <laughs> the best, honestly, I, I used to never give it out, but the, be my, the best way to reach me, honestly, is to text me. Oh, my goodness. I'm only generally in my vehicle. Like, I'm in my vehicle driving around because my region's so big. Yeah. Or I'm in the office very little right you're so assistant. i have an office now sorry your assistant yeah my assistant only works two and a half days a week. i also have a scout so yeah my assistant but the best way is to um to either email me at j summerland at okanagan film you can find that on, oh on the website or text me at 250-808-8488 and that's the best way but tell me a little bit about yourself don't just go hey i gotta move you want to make it you know what i mean just say how do I send you my script? Oh, and that's another thing. I read a lot of scripts. Yeah. A lot of scripts, right? So if you want to send me a script and you're not trying to make it next week, right? You give me some time because like I said, I read a lot. So there's a pile of them. So when I get to them, I will read your script. I'll break it down and send you locations. If you just want to send me a location breakdown, I'll break it. I'll send you locations just to get you started. And then I'll send you a package. This is what our weather likes certain time of year. This is what's growing. If you're looking for something that's like got farm fields, this is what grows when this sort of stuff. Wow. And you know, I'm kind of a wedding planner. That's what all of us are. No matter what if you think a film commissioner is, we're all kind of wedding planners. The difference is we plan a different wedding every day. We hire the band, we find the locate the you know the venue, we put the people together. Like we that's kind of what we do, right? We just never go to the wedding, right? We just put the wedding together and we make and we go to the next wedding and next wedding. So if you have a film that you want to know all the pieces are here or somewhere, take advantage of any film commission because that's what they should do is show you every piece of the puzzle that's here to make your film better, right? I think you should shoot in Alberta. I'm not trying to steal from Alberta. I love movie shot in Alberta. Guess where else I love movie shot? 
Hollywood. I think Hollywood should start making movies again, yeah. right? I love movies shot in Georgia, but I'd love to see Hollywood make movies, yeah, right? Protocol is so different. Yeah. It's all different. Hollywood always looked beautiful in movies. Go watch movies from 50s, 60s, 70s, 30s. You're like, that's why we got into movies because we yeah. were looking at it going, I want to, you know, like that. That was amazing. Yeah, now we may, we may see movies that are made in our backyard and we go, that's like my house. Like, you know, <laughs> it makes it more relatable, but it's not like Hollywood. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, the difference between the, the, the big time box office movies and independence. But as we all know, we all need a good project to watch continuously because right. totally. do during COVID time a lot the TV right. so it's really great that you guys were filming during the COVID time and were able to put out more projects for everybody in Canada and even the U.S. and give people uh, a really great chance like uh, Chanel Connell to to get rising yeah. so it's really great John your mom they're doing well yeah. yeah we're just growing more and more I really hope she does well. I think she's gonna be a superstar I think so too yeah yeah She's a beautiful girl. Oh, she is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Well, John, thank you so much for your time. Everybody, thank John you. Summerland, the film commissioner of the Okanagan, who keeps it sexy. <laughs>